are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soak Pod. In this episode, I'll be talking about something very big, which is one of the greatest, or if not the greatest basketball player of all time, LeBron James. And I'll be talking about tonight's game that he'll be playing in the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns, and how this could be the very last playoff game in his career. Period. So I guess just for context, if you're not viewing this podcast, listening to this podcast on the same day it came out, then yeah, basically tonight is NBA playoffs round one, and of course Lakers against Suns. Suns are up three to two, led by Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and their DeAndre Ayton, and their role players are doing very solid work as well, such as I guess Cameron Payne. Um, I guess. Yeah, Cameron Payne, um, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, like um, Cameron Johnson, etc., etc. They have decent role players and a very good and much starters, and they blew out the Lakers in Game 5. So, yeah, AD is out, was out for Game 5, and we saw that LeBron could not do anything to carry his team like in 2018, and... It does really show his decline is starting to happen. And this could be his possible final game um, of LeBron's, uh, the final playoff game of LeBron's career, mostly because Anthony Davis is possibly out. Um, the game starts in around five hours, and there is not really a clear update in his status yet. Um, yeah, so... It could, like, KCP, um, I think is out for this game as well. But, yeah, AD is out for, I think, grind injury or something. Um, yeah, and, and, like, it's just round one, and all these things are already happening to Lakers. LeBron is, like, 36. He, will he have to carry his this team to a victory? Maybe, but... Is he good enough to? Like, this Phoenix Suns isn't like the Indiana Pacers he faced a few years ago, or, um, I guess, the Boston Celtics. This team is decent, as very decent. It has great players, CP3, like, I guess, say top 30 player of all time, maybe. One of the best point guards of all time. And Devin Booker, an elite scorer. DeAndre Ayton causing the Lakers all sorts of problems, and... Yeah, I could see the Lakers going out tonight, and if it does, then it's been a great run for LeBron James. His career, I guess, it's starting to take, will definitely take a sharp decline after this season, once he goes out tonight. Um, been a great career. Been to playoffs for, I think, 17? I'm not sure, like 16, 17 straight years. Like, he missed it in his rookie season, and the season after that, and... Not not straight seasons, but like his fifteenth playoffs. Like no matter his playoff runs, like it's been pretty impressive. Every time he's healthy, his has basically carried his team to the finals, except I guess during the beginning of his career, of course. And yeah, he's won four championships, four final MVPs, four MVPs. Um, accolades go on and on. He'll still be an All Star for sure, and he'll of course get voted into every All Star game until he retires, just like how Kobe did. But in terms of his overall career, um, this is when 
things start to come to an end, and it's pretty sad to think about since it, he's very underappreciated as one of the all-time greats. People don't really recognize it until he's gone. Like many, many, many all-time performances, all-time talent can some like a freak of nature that we've never seen before. Like through both his athleticism and all the way to his transition to like his complete game his passing game as a point guard and yeah I guess free throw shooting and I guess sometimes three-pointers might be not that good but we have seen before that he can hit very very difficult three-point shots and yeah if it's the end of his career his playoff career then yeah it's a huge shout out to him for like playing through all those games grinding through and carrying so many different teams and yeah. Um, so in terms of predictions, yeah, of course, I've boldly stated that the Lakers are not not in trouble. But I ha- I had to take I had to reverse my tone and say the Suns are winning this game, and it's sad to say, but LeBron's playoff career is will effectively be over. I don't think he can recover from this. His his body, like as durable as it is, he can't continue putting these like all nba like all nba first team all nba second team performances on at a, that level while keeping his body 100% healthy at his age like it's very hard like kobe even got an injury like kobe was able to keep up his performances like his scoring when he got his achilles injury because probably because of overuse and carrying the 2013 lakers squad that's another story for another day but yeah it's hard to see him Doing that unless um, the Lakers can land a big name free agent, which I don't think is possible given their cap situation, given everything that's going on. I guess the only th- thing I have looking forward for LeBron is probably playing with Bronny, and I guess possibly eclipsing the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time number one scoring record. And yeah, um, I don't see him in the playoffs even if they retain their roster. AD and everything, it's just, I, f- I have this feeling that a decline is coming, but I could be wrong, just my opinion, just my opinion. In terms of the other first round series, Dallas beat the Clippers yesterday, a very close game, 3-2, and for this, I'm going to reiterate the same message I said before about the Clippers, nothing to worry about, Um, you saw in game stream forward, like, like, they're able to convincingly win both those games like Doncic as explode as like godlike as he is still inconsistent sometimes especially with free throws like yeah he, he might be able to carry the Clippers to a game six win or something but I mean the Mavs but I just feel like Kawhi and Paul George it's like if, if, the, if in a must-win situation their the roster is much better Porzingis basically useless so it's just Luka and a bunch of decent role players like Tim Hardaway Jr., etc., etc. The Clippers, like Kawhi, PG, like they had slightly off performances last night, but overall, I think they're still very solid players. Um, they will still be able to carry the Clippers to two more victories, two straight victories in the next two games. Very, I, I, I just still trust Kawhi. I still trust PG. They're both very strong performers, and yeah. I just don't trust the Mavericks enough for some reason. Like, like as good as Luca and everyone else is, like, 
Clippers the roster is great. They have all time greats on their roster. Kawhi, PG thirteen. Like yeah, just make sure you get give Kawhi and PG more shots and yeah, they're they've got this. In terms of Denver versus Trailblazers, this one I still don't know. But I said it'd be a very close series because if Jamal was here, then it would it would not have been this close. I feel it might have been like a six, five six game victory since the roster really solid all around. But because they lost their star point guard, mm, not as good. Damian Lillard scored 50, 55 points last game, and yeah, I guess you could say there's some unlucky Blazers plays that resulted in a loss. Like CJ stepping out of bounds. Um, anyone not named Damian Lillard doing anything <laughs> is a mistake. But yeah, these things are bound to happen. In like a d very long double OT game, as the game goes longer, more mistakes are prone to happen, especially for players that play like over 40 minutes, over 40, 45 minutes. Like these things happen. And I don't, I don't consider that unlucky or lucky. It just, it's things that just happen. And it also shows how close the series is. Like Jokic is still doing very good. Um, Michael Porter Jr., very solid player stepping up in Jamal Murray's absence. And yeah, I, th I think this game, this series will very likely go to seven games. But I won't be surprised if either team wins, given that they have won against each other multiple times this series. And yeah, I guess that's it for my first round predictions for the NBA. Overall, not too many upsets. Um, Hawks against Knicks. Yeah, both teams are quite experienced, but except Trey Young is a like a superstar, kind of. Eh, you could say he's putting up superstar numbers, but not a superstar yet. But yeah, um, Atlanta won four to one, much, much um easier than I thought. Probably because Julius Randle and most of the other Knicks didn't play too well at all this series, and I guess their defense wasn't as solid as it was in the regular season. But yeah, that's a pretty big variance. There's a pretty big variance in the series since both of these teams are pretty inexperienced. So yeah, I won't say didn't predict that. Utah beating the Grizzlies. Yeah, pretty predictable as well. Though some games were closer than expected. So yeah, um, not that bad. Like expected, I guess. Philly winning against the... Wizards, it's pretty ni solid, pretty nice. But of course, the only bad part is Joel Embiid. Who knows what will happen to him next? But yeah, ho hopefully he re remains really like gets what better soon and gets hundred percent. And because we have a really good series coming up, them against the Hawks and potentially the Bucks or Nets. So yeah, it's pretty exciting to see Tobias Harris putting up numbers worthy of his contract. Seth Curry, 30 points, leading the team. Very solid. Ben Simmons, triple-double. Yeah, just that kind of stuff. Bucks against Nets. Pretty much everyone, not everyone predicted this, but yeah, it's a very good matchup. Like Giannis against the big three. Like they have Drew Holiday to sh hopefully cause trouble to Kyrie and Harden. And Giannis against KD. Like very good matchups to see. And very, pretty excited for it. Mm. Yeah, in terms of that, uh, I think that's it for my NBA coverage.
now it's on to the NHL, where second round has pretty much begun for everything, since I've last spoken about it. Yeah, so, yeah, Montreal leading 1-0 against the Jets, which I'm pretty happy about, to be fair, since it'd be really cool to see a fourth seed like Montreal, someone who every, pretty much everyone counted out, like, grind their way to, like, the finals or something like that. That'd be fun. Tampa Bay leading 2-0. And I said before in my prediction, it's based, series is basically a toss-up. And, yeah, two very close games against the Hurricanes. Both of them are, both, both of these squads are very, very solid. So, so that's why... Yeah, it's like I, I wouldn't say I'm surprised about it. Like, like, both goalies are very, very good, and yeah, mm, just Tampa Bay could pretty much win this series given they have quite the momentum. It's still a close series. Colorado against Golden Knights. I said after Colorado's destruction, game one, vic- destructive game one victory. Like, I, I can see them winning. Like even. Though it's it won't be as like one sided as most people might think after a reactionary game one blowout. They still won last night. It was it was a pretty solid OT win. Like um, the Avalanche did very solid overall, um, leading two zero now. So I guess both the one seeds in their respective divisions that are still in the playoffs are down two zip. And yeah, but the Avalanche and Lightning are both very solid teams, so I'm not that surprised to see this happening. And I won't be surprised to see if any of these teams are still up for grabs in terms of advancing into conference finals. And yeah, that's pretty much it for NHL. Like, like to be fair, myself, I'm supporting the Lightning and the Avalanche since both of them are. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of Steven Stamkos, and yeah. Lightning has a very solid roster, and I enjoy watching them play. And yeah, and in terms of Colorado, yeah, I'm a big fan of Nathan McKinnon as well. The a very solid first overall pick, and someone that's kind of doing pretty good in this, these playoffs. And yeah, um, aside from that, I guess in terms of. In terms of baseball, I don't really follow baseball too much, but in terms of the Blue Jays, yeah, um, I wouldn't say they're having the best season. Um, like, we have a pretty good roster, but still like five games behind of the Rays. But to be fair, the AL East is pretty much one of the most competitive divisions in the whole league and yeah it pretty much shows that like like four teams being four games four plus games above 500 like most like pretty much every other division can't say that and yeah the Jays have a very solid roster like Vlad Guerrero Jr. going off as always hopefully he'll be very very solid this year and hopefully don't get too many injuries, and we could somehow make a wild card game or something. It'd be hard though, because the Red Sox and Yankees are both very solid as well. But yeah, the Rays are doing very good, and yeah, overall, um, don't really have much to say with the Blue Jays except from hopefully they'll win something good. 
this year or make the playoffs. It'll be pretty hard though, but hopefully. And finally, um, do I really do I have anything else to say? Um, no, I don't. Aside from the fact that, <laughs> yeah, I guess go go. I guess if it's the last time we're seeing LeBron in the playoffs, then I gotta take it in when I watch the game tonight and. Okay, hopefully I could witness greatness for at least one last game. Hopefully it drops like 50. Um, that's it for this episode of Zesty Zoypod. Stay Zesty.